Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mr. McDolphin Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast. You can watch every episode of this podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on X, which is formerly known as Twitter. And Mr. McDolphin 73. All right, let's get started. The offseason is among us, and the Miami Dolphins have a lot of decisions to make. So what I wanted to do is take a look at and answer the question, what should the Dolphins do? We're going to split this up into two parts. Um, this show will cover the offense, and then... I'll drop another show really soon that'll cover the defense. Of course, the offense, big question. The biggest question is Tua. So we'll talk about Tua, in my opinion, on what I think the Miami Dolphins should do concerning him, whether that's extending him or letting him play out his fifth-year option. Take a look at the O-line. A little uh, wide receiver talk which might sound funny to some of you all, but um, the Miami Dolphins definitely have a problem when it comes to the wide receiver room in general. So let's start with Tua. Tua had a really good year, 4,624 yards, 29 touchdowns, only 14 interceptions, and ended the year with a 101 passer rating. He led the league with 4,624 yards. Like I said a minute ago, the options are to extend him, let him play out his fifth-year option. Let's go ahead and just throw out um, off the top, throw out the option of picking up a free agent. I mean, what are we talking about? Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, this ridiculousness about Justin Fields, please. Um, I mean, Kirk Cousins is probably the one that is – the most similar to Tua, but he's definitely not better than Tua. So Justin Fields, I see where people are coming from, is, but you still have the hope that he could be as good as Tua one day, plus be able to run. Yeah, but he'll never be the thrower that Tua is. So um, I think that's a little bit ridiculous, um, picking up a free agent. Um, drafting a quarterback could be an option, and I'll talk about that here in a few. But let's take a look at Tua. Um, so the options are to extend him or let him play out his fifth-year option. And my opinion is we look into the extension. I would be okay with – I. I <laughs> I'm laughing because Tua's camp came out with – um, like Joe Burrow money, that kind of, I think that's way too much. If that's what he's wanting is that 50 million a year, 55 million a year, then I do not extend him. Um, I'll let him play out his fifth year option, prove it. And we'll see at the end of next year um, or of 2024. But I would be totally okay with uh, Daniel Jones contract, the, you know, the four year, uh, 40 million. I would even be willing to go up to like 45 million, you know, like 180 for year, 180. 
that's probably the max. Um, I might, yeah, I, that's probably the max that I would go um, with the option of letting him play out his fifth year option. If not, I mean, Tua is a good quarterback. Um, he is a good quarterback. He had a good year. Tua is not a great quarterback. He's not the type of quarterback that's going to throw the team on his back and go out and win you a game. You know, he's not going to, he hasn't even proven in the last two years that he could win the big games. Um, you know, 2022, he was hurt, not even available. And of course, we all know what happened this past year. So, I I want to see that from him. I want I want to see that he can win um, the big games, and it's definitely not putting you know pieces around him. I don't think. But we're going to take a look at the O line and the wide receiver room, and uh, and and talk about the offense as a whole. But the way I would tackle the the idea is I would come in with a number in mind. And it would be around the $40, $45 million a year contract and, you know, kind of um, see what happens from there. I would not, I think if they do extend him to 50, 55 or more, um, then that it was a bad decision. Of course, that is only my opinion. So let's take a look at the draft. Do I think the the Dolphins should draft a quarterback? Yes, but not with high draft picks. <laughs> so um, I think it's always smart. The best time to draft a quarterback is when you're not looking for a quarterback. So, and I mean, if Drake made Jaden Daniels, maybe J.J. McCarthy, or even maybe Bo Nix falls into your lap, um, do you, do you get them? You know, that's maybe, um, if they, if they fall that far, none of those guys should fall all the way down to 21. In my opinion, if one of them falls in your lap, do you pick them up? I mean, that's a maybe, but it's not even really worth talking about because it, it won't happen. Um, now Michael Penix Jr. He's a different story. Even if he falls in your lap, I could see him being there at 21. He's the one that I expect to slide in the draft. I do not like him. Do not draft him at 21. Um, let him keep sliding, is my opinion. Um, uh, I was doing some research. Of course, I've watched him play. Um, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, and when he was in Indiana, he was <clears throat> hurt a lot. So physical limitations, arm strength, struggle, against pressure and a whole lot of injuries. Now, does any of that sound familiar of a quarterback coming out of college? Cause it kind of sounds like Tua. it, it could be even Tua a 2.0, you know, except this kid doesn't, um, I don't think he's as talented as Tua was coming out of college, but he definitely has a lot of the same, um, limitations that, that Tua has and had, coming out. Um, and, and like, why would you draft him? You're going to hope that he is as good as Tua is right now, you know, with the hope. So you already have that. Um, the other guys, if they fell into your lab, they, their selling, I believe are a lot higher than Tua's. Um, 
especially like Drake May or I, I'm I'm hot on Bo Nix. Bo Nix is a big big dude and um, cannon of an arm. So, but those are just my opinions as far as drafting um, a quarterback. You know, so that's kind of where I'm at on Tua, and I know there's a lot of Tua fans, um, diehard Tua fans. Tua has definitely earned an extension. I believe that. Um, I would agree with you on that. What we probably won't agree with agree on is that he has proven that he is an elite quarterback. And um, I don't think he should get Joe Burrow money because he hasn't done Joe Burrow things, which is win in the playoffs and um, win a playoff game. Or, you know, I mean, this year, I guess it was better than last year. He was at least able to play in the playoff game, but he didn't. And, and down the stretch, you know, in December and um, December and January. And that's what I would want him to prove if, if I let him play out his fifth year option, because his camp is asking for too much money. Um, play out your fifth year option, prove to me that you can win down the stretch and let's run it back. So this uh remember remember as we dive into this and i know because some people are going to hear that and think i'm totally crazy because they're huge to a supporters and that's cool this is only the opinion of one diehard dolphin fan that's all it is i would love to hear your all's opinions so get into the comments or reach out to me mr mcdolphin um on twitter x whatever you want to call it um, I, I want some discussion. Let's, I, I want to hear, you know, maybe somebody can change my mind. I'm just going by what I see. So let's uh, keep it rolling. We'll go into the offensive line. Offensive line, um, Teron Armstead and Austin Jackson are, they're set together. So there we go. I guess, you know, a lot of us have to eat crow on Austin Jackson. Um, at least I do because I did not, I thought he was a bust. Um, but he played extremely well and earned the contract extension that he got. So the big choices as far as the offensive line is Connor Williams. Um, his projected salary in free, if he goes to free agency, his projected salary is five years, 65 million, about 13 million a year. Um, definitely worth it. He was hurt last season, but when he played, um, he was the top one of the top centers in the NFL. So um, probably will get that $13 million from somewhere. Right tackle Robert Hunt is also um, a free agent. He's His projected salary is probably around four years, $44 million, around the $11 million a year range. And as far as the offensive line is concerned, and this is where I differ from a lot of um, the Dolphin fan community, at least from what I see and what, you know, what I hear people say and, and through the season and towards the end of the season, a lot of that blame I fell on uh, injured, extremely injured offensive line. But the reality is, is that the offensive line played pretty well <laughs> it's it wasn't a bad offensive line 
2023. They were okay. They were they were overall they were ranked 23rd through a lot of energy um, injuries, and there was a, a lot of times they were ranked higher than that. But they're in the top five of sacks allowed. Some people give credit to Tua on that from his fat, fast, quick release, but still, it's a stat that you give an offensive line. They were in the top five, and they also ended um, with a top five running um, game. And a lot of that goes, you know, to the offensive line. So I would actually, I would be okay with running it back with the same guys, you know, and um, I, I would be okay with signing if you could. That's another thing where the two a contract and when we get into the defense, the uh, uh, Wilkins contract is going to free up a lot of money. <laughs> so if you if if you do extend to it, you're going to have a lot more capital um, draft capital. So it kind of all depends on those two big ones. But I would be totally cool with running it back with both of these guys. Um, and even, you know, the Kendall Lambs and Lester Cotton and Robert Jones and, you know, the a lot of the backups that we had that played, you know, really well. Um, but say you don't, say they let um, Connor Williams go, then I believe you need to draft his replacement. So now you're, if you let him go, one of those two draft picks and one of the two rounds, because we don't have a third and a fourth. So one of the first or second round has to be his replacement is what I believe. I think that's how you should do it with centers anyway. Just draft uh, one of the top centers at 21. Um, I like Jackson um, Power Johnson. So the dude out of Oregon, um, something like that would be okay. But if you don't sign him, that's what you have to do. So it kind of the free agency is kind of going to, determine what we do in the draft and all throughout offensive line, you know, and then especially in the defense, if you don't, um, you know, extend a Christian Wilkins. So, but we'll talk about that. Um, so Connor Williams, I believe is center. Um, and the problem that I have with that, cause I also believe as far as the offensive line is concerned that this is the year we need to draft one of those two draft picks. You all, and this is the reason why I want to keep Connor Williams because I want to spend one of those draft picks on replacing, um, on drafting Teron Armstead's future replacement is what I like, is what I would like to do is get a left tackle, probably 21. Um, maybe you can get the, the dude, the Mims guy out of Georgia, something like that and replace and, and have him, you know, work him into rotations. We all know Teron Armstead is only going to give us, what, about 10 games or so? I mean, if that. Um, so he's definitely going to have chances to play, but throw him in the mix of, you know, the Robert Jones and those guys and let him develop with the idea if our great um, <laughs> GM can, you know, can draft an offensive lineman that's not a bust. Um, that's what I think we should already do. So that kind of hinders on it. You can't do that if you don't sign Connor Williams, if you don't extend Connor Williams, because then you need to draft um, a center uh, that high. I believe Robert Jones 
I think you just need to keep the guy you you drafted the guy the guy has developed um and become a good guard you know in in the NFL so if you do if you're dumb enough <laughs> to not sign Robert Hunt to an extension I believe the guard play because the holes that are going to be open all over that offensive line if you don't retain these two guys you're going to have to get some experienced guard a experienced interior person um either guard or center um out of free agency so that's gonna the robert hunt is gonna it's basically in my opinion free agency or robert hunt and so um i don't think you're gonna find anybody too much too much better than robert hunt and robert hunt is he's one of our guys he's he's a homegrown guy. As far as Leon Eichenberg is concerned, it's another guy um, that I thought, you know, in my opinion, was a bust, and he kind of proved me a, a little wrong. He he played well. He's um, he's not good. He's not great. He's okay. He's okay. He's a he's a good backup center, is what he is. He's a good backup guard. I believe if you want to pencil him in as left guard, I think that's crazy. <laughs> I I like him as the swing, um, the backup, you know, the swing guard, the swing uh, could play guard or backup center. Um, I, you know, the next guy off the bench behind your uh, swing uh, tackle. So that's what I think is a good role. And Liam has uh, proven, you know, to earn that, I believe. So that's I I don't that's why I think it's really important that we focus um in free agency on the interior if they don't extend Robert Hunt or Connor Williams. Um you pick one of, you know, either a guard or a center, draft them and then get the other out of free agency. So there you go. That's offensive line. Cool. We're rolling right along. Once again, you guys think I'm crazy. You got better ideas on what should happen, what the Dolphins should do as far as the offensive line, or maybe you thought, think they sucked and it needs to be blown up and Toronto Armstead's the only person that needs a job and, you know, start all over. Some people believe that. That's I mean, I read it <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I, I can't believe that people feel like that. But if you do, holler at me. The wide receiver room, here's my thing about the wide receiver room. Number one, the stupid, you know, the talking heads and the stupid shit about Waddle. Waddle's not going anywhere. Waddle is the future. Um, Harry Kill is correct. Um, but, and you have that great one-two. And this year, 2023, kind of proven, um, proved to me as a Dolphins fan of what happens if one of those guys are hurt. You know, um, and from what I've seen, Barrios, Craycraft, Cedric Wilson. Well, Cedric Wilson's gone. He, he's gone because he restructured his contract so he could be gone. So he's gone anyway. But Robbie Chosen, Claypool, the none of these guys are good enough, and that's the problem. Um, the the Dolphins need wide receiver depth. They need a big bodied receiver. Um, that can go along with that speed, you know? And so we have the speed and then we need the big guy, the, the red zone threat, the, 
you know, the guy that I think we can find it in a, in a pass catching tight end, maybe um, something like that. But I think this is also something that you could find in the draft. Um, there are some big guys, uh, bigger wide receiver guys that are coming out. I like the uh, Brian Thompson Jr. out of LSU. Once again, you would have to lock up your O-line. Tua would have to get an extension. You know, the defensive side of the ball would have to be set. It actually, it. I think it's more than a luxury piece, though, because I think that, you know, to keep Tyreek and Waddle healthy all year, is it's going to be hard and you have to have somebody that can take some of the pressure off them. You know, I mean, the, the tight end that we had, what had the third most receptions on the team. And that's why I think, um, Jatavian Sanders out of Texas, um, somebody like that, he's the best, uh, pass catching tight end, in the draft, we should, we, you could get him. He's five, three, 235 pounds. Um, the Brian Thompson jr. Dude, the wide receiver out of LSU, he would automatically be the biggest guy in the wide receiver room. So, and that's what you need. You need, you need a big threat, um, and then allow the speed to, you know, to pull out and have that, um, that comfort, you know, of the, of the big guy. I don't know uh, Sanders, the tight end in the draft. I don't know. He, I, I, he's an okay blocker. Um, what I would love the Dolphins to have a full tight end, <laughs> a blocking threat, uh, receiver threat tight end. Uh, that would be awesome. But I don't, I, yeah, I don't think that it's possible. <laughs> I don't think that it's going to happen. Um, because this, this draft, I mean, maybe one of these guys pop, maybe one of the, there's one really good tight end. He'll be nowhere. Um, he'll be nowhere around when it comes to the dolphins, uh, to pick at 21. So, but the Sanders kid, you could get him and, and round two, something like that. Um, as far as the other wide receivers, um, I'm okay with everybody leaving. Um, probably Barrios. You keep Barrios as your fourth receiver, and he's only making the team because of his special teams, um, punt return and uh, kickoff return. So um, you probably keep Barrios. He locks that up, and um, and there you go. So I, yeah, I say go young and a wide receiver. You, you're not going to, it's not something you're going to jump into free agency, but you are going to look at the bigger wide receivers in the draft. In my opinion, um, I'm a, as far as the draft and we'll, we'll get into this as we get closer to the draft, I'm okay with going down and picking up a three and a four, you know, or something like that. Um, messing around because I, I think it really hurts us, uh, really hurts only having a first and a second. So um, but we'll talk more about that as the draft comes. But in the wide receiver room, uh, the you know wide receiver three all the way down is garbage and needs to be recycled. I I honestly believe that the O line I was actually 
pretty cool with um, and would be okay with running it back with those guys with the idea that you're drafting really high to replace the guys um, that are going to be leaving like the Tron Armstead. Um, it's good to hear that he's going to not retire this year. So I never thought he was going to retire. He was always uh, never thought twice about that. I figured he would stick around for the money. So I thought that was pretty ridiculous. And then of course um, the Tua, the running backs I'm not getting into because I believe we did. Um, we as the Miami Dolphins did what they were supposed to do last year with the running back room is they drafted the future. So um, that was great. He popped um, and A-Chan, it will be around and he's going to be, I think the, the, you don't want to do too much with that room. You're not going to bring in, you know, a, a big name running back. There's no reason to. So that's my opinion. And then of course, um, you know, the quarterback situation, and that's what it's going to come down to a lot. It's right around the Miami Dolphins are right around 50 million, something like that, right around there um, over the cap. And so the extending to a thing, um, if you run back through this um, and but go through the eyes of I, I'm not going to throw out a bunch of numbers. I don't know a bunch of numbers. I'm not a, you know, a capologist or anything like that. But I do know that, you know, it's 20, what is it? 23 million is his fifth year. 20, 20 in between 20 and 23 million um, is for his fifth year option. But if you extend him out, you can do, you know, uh, guaranteed money up money and it. That would drop that way down. Um, and you, you know, and you'll, cover a lot of cap space. So it, the extension of him and the extension of, of Wilkins compared um, in the next episode, we're going to go to the defense and then the difference between, you know, uh, extending Christian Wilkins or the tag or tagging Christian Wilkins, but we'll get into that um, in the next episode and that's that's kind of what i wanted to cover that so this is just my opinion remember everybody please remember that this is only the opinion of one diehard dolphin fan and i want to know your all's opinion so please get in the comments tell me i'm crazy tell me you agree um or reach out to me at mr mcdolphin 73 on x and uh you know, the Dolphins have a lot of uh, decisions to make. And th that's just some of the ideas of what I think they should do come, uh, you know, free agency and and beyond free agency and and then filling holes and, and building the future through the draft. So, all right, that's all I got for this episode, which covered the offense. I will be dropping the exact same format except we'll go through christian wilkins and the rest of the defense and giving my opinion so until then i'm out